welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Brody. Hello. Kieran. Hello. And James. Hello. Hey, Shannon, I've got a question for you. Can you walk into Big W and buy a PlayStation 5 off the shelf nowadays? Is that actually a thing? Rumor has it, yeah, that at some point in the last 48 hours, you could definitely get a PS5 on shelves. Like, I know you have been able to walk into to EVs and JVs and buy one for a while, but I don't know if they were actually on the shelves there in, like, the cabinets. But at Big W, they're finally on shelves, which is a huge deal. How long has it been now since the PS5 came out? Two years. So it took two years. Yeah. That is wild. actually Shit. nuts. I wonder if we'll ever kind of see this again, where console is in such high demand and so short in supply. This does feel like it was particularly stressful given COVID and, and everything. Yeah, 100%. Gaming becoming more popular, and I guess it could. Um, all right. In keeping with quickfire questions to open this episode then, James... What did you make of the leaked overdose gameplay? I wasn't sure if this needed um, a topic of its own. There wasn't a huge amount shown, but I thought at the very least I'd ask you. I thought it looked... I mean, I don't know. It looks fine. It looked boring, like, if I'm being honest. That's what I said to Shadden. I was like, this doesn't grab me. But then I guess we weren't meant to see it. Even when know. the screen goes dark and you see the Especially reflection like, of Charlotte's Yeah, I don't know if I was meant to see, like, a naked guy. <laughs> Like, I don't know if that was, like, a Kojima-esque fourth wall break of, on purpose. I don't know. Is that, that part of the trailer? That was actually, like, a voice actor reveal? <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually the trailer. I don't think it's how it was leaked. But, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Anyway. Um, what yeah, what did you make know. about the camera, like, like, movement? Do you think there's, like, a fixed camera sort of thing, like, almost Silent Hill-esque going on? I just thought it was a cutscene or something. Like, like a, um, you know, like, what's the word? Like a... Like, like, like a guided section or something. Like you're running away from something or some right shit. I don't know. I'm sure it's more than that. Like, because what we know about what Kojima does, but yeah, I don't know. If anyone else has got any other thoughts or opinions about this gameplay, please do interject. But James, do you think we might see any more about the Game Awards around that sort of time? Yes, I feel like I always feel like these kinds of leaks and stuff happen when that kind of thing is due to happen, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely time to see Shots something. Shots fired at Jeff from, Keighley. He's, I mean, no, he's started... <laughs> no, he's started teasing, like, obviously, um, like, El Fanning for one of his... Ga- I don't know if that's the same game yeah, as Yeah, is this. that for this, do you think? That's, or Death Stranding <clears throat> 2 or something? Yeah, and then, like, I also wonder, like, is, like, say, people are talking about... Um, uh, Margaret Qualley is obviously the character in Overdose. Like, is it just a placeholder? Like, I don't know if that necessarily means she's in it because this was never meant to be like a public thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, I, I I do wonder. Like, yeah, is this part of the thing he's teasing as well? But to me, see, to me, that the, the factor for being yes is that it ends with like the end frame that's very clear, like an announce, which I don't think we'll see this trailer. I think that they're not going to just premiere this in its current form now that it's leaked. That could be wrong, I think but I would be disappointed I think there'll be that. some explanation for, like, what it is, like, beforehand, maybe, that will make, that give some context or maybe make it more impressive. I don't know, like, the camera's being controlled by 
Another someone person. Else. Like an, an online yeah, player. Or, I don't know. Something, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> someone in the, the ruler of the world. <laughs> yeah, no. Like someone... Because if this is the Xbox project... Because like, I'm assuming yeah. there's only two projects. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong for me to assume. But like, there's like Death Stranding 2 and the Xbox project. So that's probably this, right? If we assume it's that. Isn't yeah. this like a cloud... Yeah. Again, it uses the cloud quite a bit. So, like, yeah. how do you do oh, that? God, that would be so something Kojima would do, like, where it's like a, a multiplayer sort of um, simultaneous sort of thing where one character, one player just controls the camera. <laughs> and they're like. Not even that, just like some, there's some kind of game that, like, weaponizes the horribleness of people on the internet to treat someone bad in a game like to me like like the ultimate griefing game like that's something he'd do too i don't know um yeah interesting to see it will be hopefully we do see some more of it soon because i'm certainly intrigued and excited to see kojima do something horror as well seeing as we never did get silent hill um brody i do have a quick question for you as well really before we get stuck into the meat and bones of the show but i feel like we're very much already in the process doing that are you excited for the Netflix-produced Gears of War movie, an adult animated series? Uh, yeah, I suppose I am in a, in a weird way. Like, I'll watch it just like I watch any of the Resident Evil movies and, you know, we watched Uncharted. Like, my expectations are for it to probably be at that kind of level, not mm. what my expectations are for, like, the Last of Us series or something like that, which is, you know, substantially higher based on what we've seen. But um, I guess it doesn't help that Gears of War is traditionally not a story first kind of game. I don't think, I mean, there's story there and lore and everything, but it's not what you think of. I think the, in that sense, I think the animated series could be quite cool. Cause then they can lean into the violence mm. aspect and just go like really gory with it, which would be uh, kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've watched Jesus, it yet, but apparently if, the cyberpunk ones meant to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. So, um, yeah, geez, don't we have some, uh, some gaming media coming out next year as far as like TV shows and shit. I know first. it's crazy. I got reminded of the, the really. Twisted Metal series as well that's supposedly in the works and God of War's obviously yeah, who's on in the that way. Again? More on that in a mo. Shannon's keen for Twisted Metal, I think, because of it's going to be Scream 6, basically, for him. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's Yeah, it's Neve Campbell, isn't it? Is she yes, in she it? Is. Yeah, she is in it. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> she took some leave from Macca's and she's in Twisted Metal. Huge. Are you excited for Gears of War or are there any other video game TV shows you got a particular hankering for? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same fence as Brody. I'll, I'll watch it. Like, I enjoyed the games enough to be intrigued by what they can potentially do with it. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not huge into most of the stuff they've been bringing across to the, the, the screen so far, except for Cyberpunk. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast well, for ooh. Twisted Metal, right? And there's a, an actor in it named Billy Slaughter. Oh, wow. oh. That's his. That's the Billy actor's Slaughter. Name. Holy moly! If that's not if that's not the perfect casting, I don't know what is. Anthony is he playing himself. Audition? <laughs> no, he's playing he's playing Kerwin. So oh, that's exactly. substantially less. Are you cool. sure you're reading those the right way around? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely am. It's Billy Slaughter. As Kerwin. <laughs> so, <laughs> Magnificent Seven. I, I can't wait for Brody to watching. voice the trailer now. That's that's awesome. Speaking yeah. of things that are awesome, though, shall we talk about God of War? Because, Kieran, your review is out. The game is out. I think we've all been playing a bit. Kieran, you've certainly played the most, having already platinumed the game as part of your review. 
So let's yep. start with you. Is uh, yeah, I'm just going to come out straight with it, lead with this. Is mm-hmm. ga- is God of War a game of the year contender? Uh, uh, for me, yeah, definitely. Um, what makes you say that? I, I just like. I mean, there's so many things I could say about it, and obviously, you can read the review on the website uh, to get a, a more broad idea of it. But it's 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 one of those games where I there wasn't a moment where I wasn't like, this is fucking cool. Like every five minutes, like oh, fuck, there's another cool thing. Like just this mm-hmm. constant like barrage of surprises and like really cool moments, really heartfelt heartfelt moments, like massive set pieces. Like there's just in the, the like you said, I I platinumed it, and in that fifty hours, even at hour fifty, I was seeing new things and surprising things, which I didn't expect from a game that is like so similar to its predecessor in a lot of ways. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I must admit, I did like the parallels. I've only played like the first five hours maybe if that i was going pretty slowly and kind of taking my time with it um but i do love how similar the opening of the game is to the first in so many ways and obviously i'm gonna do my best to avoid any spoilers but Mm. there are a lot of parallels and in the same way the opening kind of hour or two kind of really commands your attention from uh, the last game um ragnarok Ragnarok very much does the same and it does like at least in, in its preliminary stages does feel like a continuation of the game in these characters and it doesn't kind of besides like the obvious regression of their powers and abilities which it does kind of just fumble its way through a little bit I think um the you do very much feel like you're picking up where they left off in terms of the development and you've not really missed all too much there, which I really liked. Um, How did you find its mechanics and the way that it built upon the original? I know we, we spoke a little bit about it when we discussed the preview, but yeah, kind of given all that it does, did you feel like it built enough on that and was truly a sequel with how it played? Yeah. I feel like you can you can really feel it when you're playing the game that they that you know every sort of team that was involved whether it was like the combat design team or the level design team or the artists or the narrative team like everyone very obviously understood what made the the last game special and has has recaptured that but also built on it uh changed things that needed to be changed um there's like a massive amount of variety in in everything compared to the, the last game i know we've spoken about the combat before but like there's just so much more to it so many more enemy types more bosses, more gear, like the way that you sort of equip yourself and augment your gear to suit your playstyle over time, I think works really well. Um, it's just like, it's not just like more or better, it's it's more and better, which I think is cool. Yeah, one of the things I've liked as well, like it, it just in the early stages, is the way that the, the dialogue back and forth with Atreus and God of War just kind of mm. explains more of the... Um, the system. He's called him God of War. World. <laughs> never, I, and, and the God of War, Kratos. <laughs> running on autopilot here. It's not wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Kratos is the only way to I was say, let's just call him Daddy from now on. <laughs> um, the way that that back and forth happens, like it explains the systems in the world that much more and gives you little clues as what to look for and come back to in the future. Like the, the little creatures that disappeared underground, I I was never sure how to get those in the first game and just kind of fumble my through it. It's like, oh, you need to get behind them. It's like, of course you do. That makes so much sense. And if it weren't for that little dialogue moment, I'd have totally missed that. Um, Shannon, you've also been playing a fair amount of it. I Whereabouts are you through the game at this stage? I'm 25 or 26 hours. So I'm led to believe I haven't really been doing much story stuff anymore. So I think I'd be nearing 
the end, maybe, or it feels like I'm I'm getting toward so the end at least. You've not finished the main quest line. You've been I haven't. Doing I've, some side missions. Yeah, and stuff. but like, but like Kieran said, and I think I've spoken this year on the podcast about how I just haven't been able to get into many games this year. Like even Horizon and stuff just haven't caught me. But any second I've had to play games in the last three weeks, which isn't many with my life at the moment, but like I've I've been playing this and I've been absolutely just sucked in and loving it. Like there hasn't been a, a second where I've been playing and have wanted to, to do something else or not been enjoying it. Like Kieran said, like enemies, like it, yeah, it's, it's hard to talk about without spoiling it, but there's just so much that they've thrown in here where they could have easily done a quarter of it or half of it and it still would have been a fantastic game, but they really have thrown everything at it from start to finish. And yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. It's really good. And- just like the presentation of all as well, art design on point. I think, uh, yeah, just the open world as well. Like the fact that it, it feels open, but it doesn't mm. feel like the open world games that were spoken about so many times this year as well. For me is what I'm really loving. It, it feels like one those, of the, those moments in Tomb Raider or Uncharted 4 where it kind of opens out, but on a much bigger scale, it's kind of yeah. got those yeah. like semi-open world element to it. Yeah, um, I think one of, yeah. one of the things I highlighted in my review was how how well the game itself adapts to what you're doing. So you have yeah. these really open areas, but it always mm. like it still always feels like the developers are in the background kind of curating your experience, even when you're just doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. I think that's like design-wise, that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to hear from Brody and James too, but the last thing I'll say is I love the way that it kind of points points you in different directions and gives you options to that point, Karen. It's like I felt yeah. a much greater sense of urgency with the first game and kind of keeping the main story going, where this this game I feel like it does give you a lot more leeway and encourages you to embrace those side missions. Um, and I did kind of a pretty sort of major one in like the first realm last night and the way that it continued to kind of develop the the side characters too and go deeper mm. into their history, I was hugely appreciative. And I think like now that's going to make me really kind of take the time to go on those side quests in the moment rather than try and come back to them yeah. at the end of the game. Um, Brody, how much of God of War Ragnarok have you played thus far? Oh, are you muted? I can see you talking, but can't hear you. Am I the only person that can't hear him? Sorry, I was uh, muted. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah probably well, well and truly the least of uh, anyone here. Yeah, probably, I only played about an hour or two. Um, but what I've played like has been, you know, as epic as everyone has described, really. Like, it's just such a well-made game. And that's from me who has, like, bounced off the first game, like, three or four times. Like, <laughs> I made it a goal of mine to try and finish it before I started Ragnarok. But um, I just kept bouncing Did you manage off to... for whatever reason. But um, Yeah. I didn't. No, I haven't finished it. But the ending, for one, had been spoiled for me, like, long before. So I was mainly yeah. just trying to get through it to have an understanding of what two might do. But uh, already I can see, obviously... Did you watch the recap the comp- before starting your game? I did. Cut you off. I did. Yeah. And I thought that recap was, that? was kind of bog. Okay. The way, the way it was oh. done. Like, it would look... It, it was like... It was um, great. No, it was like weird, like... It was like projected onto a cave wall or yeah. something. You couldn't see shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, it, it caught me up and gave me a rough idea of what was going on. But um, yeah, like obviously, as you've touched on, like the intro, it has a lot of similar beats to the, the first one. And I can say that because I played the start of the first game about six times. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, really love everything it's it's it seems to be doing. I, I like the direction I think the story is going to go in as far as the relationship between uh Dad of War and and Atreus. So um 
Yeah, I'm uh, very keen to get more into it once I have a bit more time. But yeah, that's nice. fleeting at the minute. Well, James, coming to you last then, I'm hoping you've got a, for the sake of variety, a different opinion on this all. Tell us why God of War Ragnarok sucks. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, nah, it's good. I liked it. Um, <laughs> oh, you finished it? And I'm, nah, yeah, of course I did. Nice, well done. I'm wonder that... <laughs> that opportunity to play it early and not finish it um <laughs> anyway yeah it's great um, shannon looking a little hot under his collar <laughs> yeah no no, no, no. yeah any I, I do like it i do like probably like to add maybe some variety to opinions i do feel like i think the game as a whole is really good and you you visit lots of different places and do lots of different things but i feel like each bit goes on for a little bit too long so I think you could probably cut some stuff a little. I was speaking to Kieran about this. Like, I feel like I don't want the game to be shorter and I don't want anything to be removed from the game. But like, there's say like a f- one or two, I, I reckon about 30% of it I could have done without. That but then apparently trimming. one of the yeah. things I did was optional and I didn't realize it was optional. Yeah, I was... Is that I was, true, Kieran? I think... Yeah, I think... Yeah. I, I think swear that the story optional. pushed me to do it. But it kind of does, yeah. but I don't think you have to. I was yeah, going to ask okay. both of you. I think I saw something where they did talk about whether it be two or three games. And I think internally, maybe Corey wanted three and that the director of Ragnarok wanted to wrap it up. I think, do you think they could have pushed it to three? Obviously, I haven't finished it without spoiling. What do you mean? Like, like make could, more could, Will you say that like, you think they could have cut some stuff? But obviously, for whatever reason, no, they didn't. Like, because, like, they I pushed don't... it into another game. Would that have been the better no, option? I don't think there's enough here to make like a third game. But there's there's too much for a sec i don't know how to properly put it into words maybe hey, some dlc like a, no oh, very interesting isn't it <laughs> no but um no nah, it, it is good i like i genuinely like i i thought it was great like i, I like i said i once i actually got into it like i just didn't really stop playing it i just kept going yeah um yeah the side stuff like i had a rule where any side stuff that popped up behind me i didn't go back for um i wanted to just keep going forward and if a quest yeah. came up like Ford, I'd go for it, and I did, and that they were all pretty good. Um, yeah, I, one thing yeah. I don't like. The only thing I genuinely don't like is I feel like the menus are kind of like fucked. I don't really know. Yeah, I I like, agree, and I've seen the, plenty of people complaining like, about the, it as well. The equipment menus and the shops and all of that, like it looks like some like weird. I I don't know how to describe. There's just too much shit on screen, like, and I'm not like somebody like that normally. But yeah, I just think it just needs to be like really streamlined. It looks like they went to emulate Ghost of Tsushima's Legends UI, like compare them side by side. They're very similar, but then they just added like a load of clutter to it. Like it does just feel a bit overwhelming. Yeah, there's just too much going. It's pretty much the same UI from the last one, but like then they've they've obviously expanded a lot of stuff, so they just kind of like put it in there on top. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it is a little bit improved based on the last one, but still. Yeah, yeah but that's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, very little in in my humble opinion. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I was tweeting other, like, about the quick turn as well, which was a bit of a gripe. I I resolved that, and I'm fairly sure they've got a good reason for doing what they did. But I still want to know, um, like, what what did what was the what is your implication there? Like, my implication. Well, yeah, you use like your directional the- buttons to switch between weapons, so I'm. I don't, I don't want to talk oh, about it too much for saying. spoiling right. stuff. Well, but. obviously, yes, we won't say anything more. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I have other issues with it, but like, Kieran knows exactly what they are. Work. But um, it's all spoilery stuff, so I won't talk about it. But yeah, overall, like, easily a 9.5 from from me. 
Nice. Look at the two of you in agreement. I love it. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it loads more. I'm considering advocating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to consider advocating for a spoiler cast, maybe when we've uh, more of us have finished it. I feel like it probably calls three months when Shannon's done. We can all do it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe next year sometime. Um, But we better crack on because we still have plenty to discuss today. And James, I'm going to come back to you because you reviewed a game this week yourself too. How was the chant? Yeah, good. Moving nice. on. Just no. <laughs> powering through this episode. Amazing. <laughs> no, it's um Yeah, it's um different to what I was expecting. Um kind of sits this weird like it's like halfway between a super massive game and like a I don't know, like a Resident Evil game. You know, like it's like what if a super massive game had like combat? Yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 weird because it's like it's really good, but some aspects are really average. So like it's just <laughs> It's not. It's hard to talk about, but um, not what, a lot of horror games. Like, what was like a highlight is, and a low light then? So the the premise is, is like <laughs> <laughs> me trying to help you. <laughs> You've already made up your mind. <laughs> so the premise is like your sister invites you to this like new age like retreat to try and like get over like your past trauma or something. Um, and it turns out they're all like a little bit like like kooky new age spiritualists people like salt crystals you know all that shit that terrifying um, yeah it is it's very scary the fact that people built yeah but <laughs> that alone the idea is terrifying no nah, but um and then something goes wrong and this like psychedelic like demonic realm called the gloom invades and you basically have to try and reverse the ritual and um save everybody to the best of your ability but obviously, like, some people are possessed, there's demons, but it's very, like, like psychedelic 70s kind of vibe to it. Cool. Um, I think the, the highlight for me is that the idea of the gloom, like, it, your, your enemies aren't necessarily people, it's just, like, weird kaleidoscopic psychedelic flowers, kind of, <laughs> like... <laughs> Suddenly it sounds less terrible scary. the way yeah. <laughs> no it, it it it's yeah and that's that was probably my low light my low light is like it's not particularly like it's interesting but it's not scary right. um but yeah it's a, it is a really i think if you like horror games you definitely should try it because it's it's so different to it there's nothing else like it i was anywhere. gonna say brody this sounds like the kind of thing that would appeal to you is have you and james already spoken about this is it something you might give a shot no not at we all we don't speak um <laughs> no, no no we don't speak anymore. this just is on it the this is our lot of hour three weeks a week <laughs> um yeah no this doesn't really like the style of it and i guess the aesthetic might appeal to me but it doesn't the sound art like a game is great for me yeah. yeah i might buy the um, art book i might not play it <laughs> oh yeah that's a bro- that's a brody that's such move. a brody movie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah to buy the expensive art book i'll buy the vinyl and the art book yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's from people who made bully and um sleeping dogs like they they broke off made right. their own team um and this is their first game and for a first game like it is very solid um so many horror games like you know just have you running away from shit mm. um but this actually has like proper combat and it's 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 cool. Like, it, it works within the world. Like, you use sage sticks to fight off certain enemies and, like, um, salt <laughs> to, like, set traps. Like, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a good effort. Yeah, I like it. There's so much to play at the moment. Like, I think, this yeah, is the if kind you of like, thing I would like to dabble in, but... Yeah, if you yeah. like horror, definitely give it a go. Like, you're not going to find it scary. Maybe some people will, because there are people who, like, are like, oh... 
Some Jeez. people need it's to play dark. Resident it's Evil. It's not friends. <laughs> James? Yeah. Don't knock it, yeah, okay? Like, I mean, I don't know if it's one you play with friends. Um, oh, just quickly, there is a system where, like, you're, you've got, like, an Until Dawn-esque, like, dialogue system. And, like, you basically have to balance your mind, spirit, and body oh. stats to, like, get through the game properly. Um, body is health. Mind is, like, if you're in the dark, you get scared. If scary stuff happens to you, you get scared. And spirit is used to power, like, powers that, like, can slow time and stuff. Um, and if you, your, your mind drops chiller, you have panic attacks, you can't control your character, you have to get them out of the dark and stuff so that they can get, like, Sounds a bit relaxed. like, uh, is it Darkest Dungeon that's kind of got similar mechanics? It actually, I don't know what that, I know, I've heard of that game, but it's, I don't know about that, but it reminds me of Eternal Darkness from the GameCube days, I don't know if anyone ever played that. Yeah. Um, that was a big one. Um... Probably, like, an oversimplification of how panic attacks work, <laughs> but generally speaking, like, as a gameplay mechanic, it's pretty good. Mm. Um, I don't really know if panic attacks are driven by being scared of the dark, but yeah. Overall, it's a pretty good game. Definitely give it a go. Cool. Excellent. Well, the last game I wanted to ask people about for the sake of a review, I don't know if any of you had the chance yet, because I know you've all been busy with many things, but Sonic Frontiers... Oh Kieran, yeah, we can talk about Sonic Frontiers. Another platinum for oh, Kieran. God. Another platinum really? for Kieran. Have really? you already platinum Sonic Frontiers as well? Yeah. <laughs> How do you do it, man? Three, ga- three games in the last week and we haven't even spoken about the best one. Yeah. Uh, What's the yeah. other one I'm missing? No, oh and- shit, Garfield lasagna. No, and James has finished it as well, right? You finished it, didn't you? Uh, what have I... F- uh, no, not yet. Not I'm probably yet. about halfway. Um, okay. I, I actually took a brief... Um, detour and played Resident Evil Village again. So I'm assuming another game of the year contender. It's obviously it's a game ruining God of War in the year moment. We're talking about Sonic, right? Not Garfield. Yeah, Sonic. <laughs> yes, okay. I'm going One back to Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely the win an award calls. for being a game in the year 2022. Um, <laughs> no, it's I really like it, but it, because it's so confounding, it just none of it. <laughs> None of it makes, like, there's not a single part of it where I played and I was like, oh, yeah, this was well done. But, like, I enjoyed all of it still. Okay. And I think it's just because, like, I was talking Is to... Is it a um, so bad it's good kind no, of No, not even that. Or? Not even that. I was talking to James Wood, who wrote the review for us, which you can go read on the website. Obviously, he gave it a seven and a half, which is pretty respectable. Um, <laughs> I think we were talking about it and I was like, it's one of those things where you can feel the intent, even if the execution isn't there. Right. And I think the intent in, in most of the things in that game is is good. Like, there's there's lots of cool stuff. They tried to do a lot of new things. They didn't just go, you know, Sonic in an open world. It's done. We, we made it. Like, they actually genuinely... Like, you can genuinely feel them trying to execute on something. Um, and it's got some really... It does have some genuinely really, really good bits as well. Like, the boss battles are really fun, really cool very anime the music is amazing um most of the like cyberspace levels which are like new spins on classic like 3d and 2d sonic levels are really cool so like if you're a sonic fan it's probably the like one of the best things we've had in a very very long time so it's definitely is it worth the year's checking best, out is it the year's best seven out of ten game <laughs> yeah yeah i reckon there you go there's an award i can win it's got my vote Thank for you. that <laughs> nice and yourself james how do you feel about it Yeah, so... Do you see promise? I feel like Kieran's kind of saying there was promise there, but ultimately... 
<clears throat> I like it. So, um, I just don't, I don't want to talk. I, don't, I haven't finished it, so maybe it shits the bed at the end. I don't know. But, it kind of shits the bed in the middle, to be honest, but then it gets good again. So. Well, that's where I'm at. So, I'm excited to be yeah. sh- to, for my bed to be shat in. But then, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I can start, you know, because I'm waiting for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I can't quite enjoy myself because I know the bed is about to be shat in. Um, but then once that... <laughs> Once that happens, I can get rid of the that. mental cleanup. You hate when you're having a great time. You're like, this is going to be shat in, in a second. <laughs> yeah, there's some shit coming, you know? Um, but yeah, um, really fun. Like, I usually am like, oh, Sonic, get it away from me. But like, this is actually, yeah, I played this as a joke and I um, really enjoyed it in the end. So, like, who would have ever thought, like, look what a year 2022 has been, right? Um, jo- jokes on like, you, really. Yeah, re- yeah, I am Yep, now a Sonic boy. Um, yeah, I, I think that the, the music is fantastic. That's the biggest thing that stands out the most. Um, the actual levels, like the cyber, which the cyberspace levels, like Kieran said, are really solid. Um, even the open world, even though like, like, I, I feel like it's really ripping off Breath of the Wild right down to the little noises, like the, like yeah. those <laughs> kinds of noises that happen in Zelda, like, um, they're Flip in Sonic. Out. Like, it, it, I don't, there's so many sound bites in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's very shameful. Like even the Koroks, like there's these weird, weird little wood people with leaves on their heads. Like, are there like 900 Coke of them to collect? Or something. There's, there's a lot. Like, there's way it's more than 900. Literally the same. Jesus yeah, Christ. It, I don't think they're like. I don't think they're but, like. Like. There's not like 900 no. places. Yeah, I think, and you can and collectible. you can buy more if you need to. <laughs> Same as ring. Do you know In what I mean? Like, it's not game. like it's not like you have to find 900. You can go and do start other stuff yeah. to get them all. Um, but yeah, it's like an egregious ripoff. But like, I really <laughs> enjoy it. So like, whatever. <laughs> like, it's not like. It's not like a Povo ripoff. That's shit. Like, it's it's a good game underneath it, in my opinion. Okay, sounds like could have been a lot better. Could have been a lot worse. Which. Ultimately, no, I don't think it's great. I don't know how they can make it better. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think it's like I'm I just think sticking it, to me. I have, I've, from what I've watched and like seen, it sounds like a solid like PS One, PS Two game where it was like <laughs> it wasn't all tens. Like there were just some games that were fun to play, but not masterpieces, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. If it's anything like the Aragon PS2 movie tie-in game, I'm there for it. Okay, so somebody else brought that game up to me last week. Oh, really? Apparently, this game has a weird following amongst weird, weird children in my life. But like, I don't know if like it's not the same as that. Like, stop the wiki. You never know what could uh, come up there. Uh, Speaking of which, we should get towards that. But first. I do have a rapid-fire question for you all. The McDonald's McCrispy gaming chairs are being given away in the UK. Feature a built-in hotbox to keep your McCrispy burger warm at mid-game. If not a chicken burger, what would you keep warm in your hotbox? <laughs> Brody. I wish you hadn't come to me first. Uh, I, I read the question during the last segment. I almost laughed. Uh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The question's too loaded. It's too loaded. <laughs> there is. I I, there's so many things I could do with a hot box. Uh, yeah. And I just don't know. I don't know. Do you want, do you want me to help you out? Because I, I would go for I'm dumplings. Overwhelmed. I would advocate for dumplings. Uh, uh, they've been a bit of a boring. go-to snack at the moment. I could get like a nice bowl of ramen. 
Ooh, and maybe yeah. uh, and I'll just keep it in there and just you know pick it. We get the boiled egg out and just uh, in a load screen or something like that and just go with that. Whack so it on in. Nice. I'm gonna go a bowl of ramen is my answer. What about what about yourself, Kieran? I'm sure. You've thought about this before. Uh, if you had to get the hot box built in, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, a, a hot towel, just like a oh. like a nice like steaming hot towel for when I inevitably shit the bed. <laughs> Does it have Gavin? the capacity to steam? Do you think? Sorry, this is rapid fire. Go on. My sausage dogs. <laughs> so, like That's more it. of a warm box. You're not keeping them hot. You're, Billy just likes to nice. get toasty. She's she's all about it. She does get under the duna covers, doesn't she? She does. That's, yeah. Dutch oven her constantly. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Cut> that. <laughs> uh, and James, what about yourself? Really no. I found your Leon figure last was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> My Chris Redfield figurine. It's, it's already hot enough. <laughs> ready to oh, go. Oh right my god! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. move on. I'm nearly out of time. I need to skedaddle pretty soon. But first, I need to host What the Wiki, the press start podcast game show with a previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. And currently, seeing as we're coming to the end of the season, they just don't give a flag fuck anymore. We're giving away three points. Each round. So whoever guesses the two games will be bagging themselves three points, which really could just change the whole landscape we got going on here. James is currently in first place on 13. Brody and myself tied on 10. Shannon on 7. Kieran on 4. And Harry and Stephen. Still to enter the scoring. Nil pois. Uh, as last week's winner, I am in the hosting chair today. And contestants, if you're ready, I will read out game number one. That's some say nods of agreement, which doesn't, doesn't help with the audio, but yeah. yes. The is game is on? a space combat <laughs> video game played from a third-person perspective. The game's protagonist, Nara, pilots a sentient starcraft known Kieran. as Forsaken. Kieran. Mm. It's Chorus. It is Chorus. Well done. Kieran, the first off the mark. Game Bond number two. Chorves. Chorves. <laughs> Stylized that way, yeah. Game number two. Like its predecessor, the game is a tactical shooter game set in an open-world environment. It is played from a third-person perspective and uses an optional first-person view for aiming weapons. Players take on the role of Lieutenant Colonel Anthony Nomad Perryman, a member of the Delta Company, 1st Battalion, 5th Special Forces Group, also known as Ghosts, a fictional elite special operation unit of the... Brody? Is it Ghost Recon Wildlands? It is not Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, where was I in that sentence? Shannon. Uh, the game... Shannon? Ghost Recon Breakpoint. It is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You're so <laughs> close, Brody. So close. Yeah. All right. Yeah. James. Shannon, Shannon and Kieran in the money year, if they can guess the next game. Game number three. The game centers around teenagers Arena and Frent, a girl and boy who live next door to each other and have become close friends since Arena's family moved into the area. Apologies if I'm butchering these names. One rainy night, the two sneak out and hide in their treehouse, built on a small garden squat. Kieran. It's the gardens between. It is the gardens between. Well done, Kieran. Yeah. Backing himself triple Huge. points and tying with Shannon. Yes. Wowee. Boy, James, oh boy. how are you doing? I'm not accustomed to not hearing from you in a game of the wiki. 
I think James is okay Ooh. that I didn't win. So I think yeah. he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't yeah. mind. That's fine. <laughs> Ultimately, this doesn't change things for the two of you. Yeah. He's at peace. He's, He's at like, peace. We're all when we start frame. quadrupling points, the pressure's <laughs> yeah. really on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, let's bring it into what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. Uh, we've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at Shancake underscore on the Twitter where I still have a real verified tick. So look out for that. <laughs> I'm a shill buying my way to the top. Uh, also joined today, joining us today was Brody. Uh, thanks. You can follow me. <laughs> I missed what he said. What did he say? I said more like the middle. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can follow me on those things at Brody underscore DG. <laughs> It's like a fake precarious platform, maybe on my way to the middle. That's about it. Uh, also joining us today was Kieran. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at H-A-S-H underscore B-R-A-U-N. That's it. And joining us today, lastly, was James. Lastly? I, um, I don't know. The yeah, sentence got so away from me. Not lastly. Yeah. Not lastly. <laughs> lastly, on but not Twitter. lastly. <laughs> Well, at, at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. I tweet interesting things. My last tweet will be the best. What, did, what was your last week. tweet? Something you have to go see. It's going to get filtered out because he's not verified, though. Yeah, yeah it's, you have to right. get past all the fake blue check marks Straight to after get to James's moment, tweet. Twitter is Maybe I'll just enough. buy one and then make a joke, self-aware joke about it, and that will make it less cringe, right? <laughs> Oh, let's knock it. If you went, let's end it. <laughs> no, no. If you want to see James's <laughs> tweets as well, you could just go to Shadow's account because he rips them off all the time. Yeah, true. Yeah. Wow. I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxborough. Go check out my fake blue check mark. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.